Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show you get episodes with no commercials you get our video because our video is no longer available on youtube it is only on patreon and the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows but also bonus episodes each month but if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain. I might read a book. <laughs> this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Turn up Tuesday, quickie in the news edition. What does that mean? We're talking about headlines? We're talking about what's oh, going yeah. on in the news? Anything that's going on I don't in think the news? I, I don't think anything's happened this week. Oh, it's so much happening. This may be an hour-long episode. So much to talk about. We're going to get right to it. If you're brand new, you get all the news on our Tuesday episodes. Or if you tune in on our Thursday episodes, you get a full story and if you get on our Patreon, you get some bonus stories, plus Caroline's ex-husband, psychotic, narcissistic ex-husband, the story of her life. So yeah. join Patreon at whatever we said at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. um, also, if you have not done so yet and you really want to help Bloody Happy Hour, I need you to go to Apple Podcasts and rate us, review us. And subscribe to us. Leave a review so we can get some of those read here soon. So, there is our housekeeping. And let's get started because there's so much in the news. And we have to start off news of the month, week, century. I don't know. Natalie Holloway update. Um, you know, I live for when cold cases get closed. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like a f I don't feel closure. better. Yes. I know. So let's talk about it. Jo jo I say Joran. Joran Vandersloo um, has confessed again. And I think this is confession number, what, eight or nine? 
so we knew if you listen to the episode, we knew that he was going to we were going to go after him for that extortion where he uh, pulled a 42 faker on Beth Holloway and had her pay this money because she thought she was going to find Natalie Holloway's body. And he gave her some story about it being buried in a foundation of some home um, across these. Well, um, he was brought here. And we did whatever we did for the extortion. But part of that deal was that he has to tell us what happened to Natalie. Mm-hmm. And he did. And he told the story. And I know Beth Holloway feels much better. Probably because, probably because her mind can quit going everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when you don't know, your mind can take you to some cra- crazy places of what could have happened to your kid. And so now she's like, okay, I have a story, and it's backed up by a very comprehensive polygraph test. <laughs> and she feels better. So if she feels better, she is the one that I think is most important, and even brother yep. feels better yep. in this. Yep. Yep. Um, so let's hear what Yoran had to say. So she, she asked to go back to her hotel, but I was just trying to get dropped off a little bit uh, further away from her hotel so we could uh, walk back to her hotel and I might still get a chance to to be with her. Okay. That's so what I was hoping for. Okay. So what happens? Um, yeah, Deepak drops me off at a, at a place uh, a little right of the, of the Marriott Hotel known as the Fisherman's Huts. Um, this place... Uh, it's not so far from, you know, the next hotel is the Marriott, and the next hotel after that is, is another Marriott, uh, which is a timeshare, and then it's the, the Holiday Inn. Um, well, we, we walk along the beach. Uh, right, um, do Deepak and Satish get out, come with uh, what, what, what happens uh, to them? Deepak and Satish leave. Uh, they, uh, they leave. Uh, they go back to their home. I assume they go back to their home. Um, they get in their car and they leave. Uh, I'm actually with uh, I'm actually with uh, with Natalie walking along the beach. Uh, I find a space uh, before we get to the before we get to the Marriott Hotel, where I lay her down. We lay down together in the sand, and uh, we start kissing each other. I start I get her to kiss me again. We start kissing each other. And uh, I start fielding her up again, and she tells me no. She tells me she doesn't want me to, to feel her up. Uh, I insist. I keep fielding her up either way. Um, and uh, she knees me. Uh, she ends up kneeing me in the crotch. Uh, when she knees me in the crotch, uh, I get up uh, on the beach, and I kick her ex- extremely hard in, in the face. Um, yeah, she's laying down, uh, unconscious, possibly even, uh, even dead, but definitely unconscious. And, um, I see, uh, right next to her, there's a, there's a huge, uh, cinder block laying on the beach. When you say cinder block, uh, looking at the walls of this, uh, place, is it like those? The exact same cinder blocks. I see a huge cinder block laying on the... On the beach, uh, I take this and uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I smashed her head in with it completely. Uh, yeah, her face basically, you know, uh, collapses in. Even though it's dark, I can see her face is collapsed in. Um, uh, afterwards, I don't exactly know uh, what, uh, you know, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Uh, and I um <coughs> I decide to, to take her and uh, uh, to put her into the ocean. So I grab her and I... I half uh, half pull and half walk with her into the ocean. Um, I uh, I push her off. Uh, I walk up uh, up to about my knees into the ocean, and I push her off into into the into the into the sea. Um, and uh, yeah, after that, I I get out. I I walk home. And now a word from our sponsors. Caroline, what do you think? I think there's a lot of half truths in there. Yeah, I mean, what who's going to call this bullshit? The point, point, yeah, the point is the they just wanted closure yeah. and I think that gives them closure even if it's not all accurate it, for like you said earlier for Beth if it's closure for her yeah. then that's yeah um at, he did say that he has devoted his life to Christ and yes. that and Christ then the has helped him through yeah this yeah and he did apologizes it? for mm-hmm. the damage that he did to the family it's so nice so but when did Christ, when did he was it after he was um importing cocaine into the Peruvian jail or, or just yesterday that he found Christ? Like, was that? I think it might have just been yesterday. yesterday yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, if you want to play with Jesus like that, go ahead. You're in Vandersloot. Do you think that she that he like sex assault or raped her or like molested her, raped her, assaulted her or anything? Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. I think that he could not deal with that little bit of rejection. And I think he did kick her in the face. And then I think he held her down and raped her. And so that to shut her up, he he had to kill her and throw her. But like, if you just was a cinder block just sitting there on the beach. Well, and that's what I was thinking too. So then I had to, so he did say there's a, the fisherman's, port or whatever where there's like some huts where the fishermen are and so I think it was Joseph Scott Morgan he was like you know you do see where these fishing boats will come in and instead of like getting out their um, anchor they'll just go ahead and just tie down their little rope to put it under the cinder block and go get their bait and then like go back out instead of doing the whole like anchor type thing or if your fisherman helper, so usually if you're on a fishing trip, your helper, you have somebody on the shore that you just throw your rope to. They pull you in, put you under, put that rope under that cinder block, and then you can just go back out easily. Yeah. So I, and because I was like, was there construction going on? It, also, 
you have you do find big heavy things like that on the beach because you put down your tent. Maybe you want to hold down like your. It's. I wouldn't say it's one hundred percent impossible, but it did. I was like, wait. A Plus, his block? dad like was. I think his dad was involved. Yes, his dad had the boat, and I. Yeah, and I love how he left his dad. Where's out. the blood? Why would if you just smashed this person over the head on the beach? Did she not have bl blood? Oh, I'm sure there's tons of blood, but you can just scoot all that bloody sand out on the beach. And what'd you do with that cinder block? Did you throw that out too? It, yeah. Did you throw that out with the body that you just walked knee deep and released it and it didn't float to the shore? Like, I think he choked the shit out of her. I think they took, they did all that on the boat. And then they drew, drove her out far and dumped and her dumped deep. her and yeah. probably him and his daddy used the cinder block to drown her or something or cut her up or I mean, but I think that it's the gist like he did it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so but the one thing that is so he go so he'll go back to Peruvian jail prison, uh -huh. but his the maximum sentence like you, you get more of a sentence for like drugs than for murder. Mm. Um. And so I think what what was he given twelve 20, year oh. or twenty five there? All I know is that these sentences are going to run concurrently. And what does that mean? So that means that at at the same time. Oh. So if he goes, so let's say it's twelve years. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what, what is. I think it is twelve in Peru. So let's say he has twelve more in Peru, and then if they happen to release release him early, then he has to finish out. The rest of the his rest of, of his whatever he was sentenced here, he would finish that out here. Okay. But if I don't know what they sentenced him to. Twenty, I think. Okay, twenty. Yeah. And it's just for the extortion. They'll never be able to try him for right. the so murder. If he, if he does all twelve there, he'll do the that eight. remaining eight here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's because I had to figure out the difference in concurrently yeah. consecutively. Not, Somebody no, asked no. me that today and I was like Okay, I learned it concurrent. Goes together, together like the current. Okay. What's the other one? Consecutive. Consecutively. Following. So if he uh, did 12 there and then he had 20, he would do his 12. Then he'd then come 20. and he'd finish and he'd do the 20. Oh, well, there's our lesson. You got a law school lesson. There you go. Yep. Okay. So I don't feel relieved, but it's not my business to feel relieved. <clears throat> Probably, I think, because we already knew. Mm -hmm. So it's not really news. It's like, oh, well, at least he... There's a confession. Um, this is a couple weeks ago, but we just kept skipping over it. Carly Russell. Little update is she was sentenced to up to one year jail time and fined a eighteen thousand ish dollar restitution for her faking her hoax, her whole kidnapping hoax. Um and then I just saw that Candace Owens offered oh to pay gosh, for it. Oh, my gosh. I was just going to ask because I saw that floating around, but I didn't go back and look and see if it was actually like, uh -huh. did she really say that? Did yeah. I mean, I read it. Um, and basically, Candace is like, I think about it all the time. Like, where was she those 48 hours? If she comes out, she tells me where she was during those 48 hours she was gone. I will pay her restitution fine so has she responded do we know i, I don't think that was just today or yesterday i think it, yeah yesterday mm. so i don't know the response to that but hell if i was carly go ahead and pay that eighteen thousand dollars yeah but i thought we knew she was at the hotel that um well Red i mean Roof Inn. that's what 
Oh, we're they, assuming. But they didn't give us the full, because, I mean, it was like she went there, but then she said the trucker driver drove yeah. her there, and they were, like, painting paint her nails and combing her hair, and she's eating Cheez-Its. But I guess Candace thinks it's some like, did you just, like, run off into the forest and then you just ran to the hotel and you're like okay well i don't know Wh- why are you going to take the story of a sleep over it well she needs <laughs> what's that going on, candace, candace is you be go- worried about eminem coming back no, at you candace is going she's going <laughs> off on everybody, everybody right now because she is about to burst with that baby and i'm loving every second of it <laughs> she's going off on everybody she's going off on the woke people she's going off on megan kelly she's going off on everybody um she was on chloe not too long ago Oh, yeah. She does not like those Kardashians. <clears throat> so, Sergio Brown update. So, Caroline told you about oh. the NFL player update oh. last week. And so, since then, October 10th, uh, he was actually arrested. So, probably this... What's the day? Well, t- well, we're recording on the night. Yeah. 19th. So, he was arrested on the 10th um, and flipped out on the plane. Yes. And there was some video... Um, but basically he fought cops, but he wanted people to record this interaction because he thought he was getting kidnapped. He was stating his name and where he was from. And he's like, I'm supposed to be going to Columbia or something. And they're taking me, I'm not supposed to be in Tijuana right now. And, um, he was saying, I have been kidnapped. I'm being kidnapped again. (laughs) Like he was... He was not lucid. No, he wasn't. Uh, I think that's just what you call CTE. Gosh. In, oh, my gosh. In the, um, like, in action. Like, we hear about CTE, but after everything's already done, right? After they've done, well, I guess we're because hearing about it Because then that lady tried to calm him down, and then. She was like, do you want a glass of water? And, and then, then like, no like, glass. Don't give him glass. I'm like, okay, bitch. <laughs> okay, dude. It's. He's just, she's just trying to calm him down, offer him water. She's not necessarily she's trying to de-escalate the situation. Yeah. Um, he's going to be transported to Illinois to face his murder charges. He was making no connections with the death of Miss Myrtle, his mom, and them arresting him. It was not there was no connections being made. He literally thought he was being kidnapped. So somebody did record it, and I bet it's going to help him later on. Well, because he probably does need it. Insanity. I mean, I would, I would think if he actually doesn't, that's, that's what is insanity is not like having no, no recollection or memory of it. Yeah. Yeah. And he does, he was not faking anything. Um, and then the last update before I go to the new things was Lisk. And I did finally re or listen to that press conference, the Long Island serial killer Rex Hewerman, however you say his name. Yeah. Um, and so much came out in that press conference. But Caroline, come on. I know you got it all in your head. I do not because I have to listen again because it was so much. But basically, it's the attorney for Shannon Gilbert who came out and gave all these allegations. But the, what was the guy that was the chief of police or whoever was? I don't know his title. But basically saying, like, we, we condone this attorney to speak and say what he's saying like uh-huh. we back him up we agree but i guess these a couple of sex workers came out of the woodwork because apparently they're scared to i mean they're scared to talk to the police they don't trust the police so they'll talk to in this your attorney. stories you have to confess that you're a sex worker yeah so i believe that they trusted this guy um and so he came out with this huge thing saying these couple of these sex workers have they did these affidavits and they've 
basically said that Rex and his wife are swingers, and they are invited them over. And I mean, the amount of one girl was actually in the swinger community. Like they were, she was a swinger couple with them, and they she talked about a club that they would frequent, a swinger club, um, and how a story of one night when they went over there, maybe her and her partner, and stuff was supposed to go down, but maybe, but. But one of them didn't do it because their partner was black. So maybe the wife didn't sleep with her husband oh. because her husband was black. But she, that's disgusting. <laughs> she is dis- I, she, she had to look needs <clears throat> to not know. So which what makes sense is, I guess after they stopped the swinging because maybe wife stopped or got out of shape and like nobody wanted to partner up with them anymore. He had to go to prostitutes so much so then the prostitutes were like he would sometimes get two and three women at a time and he was a um a regular yeah and so some of his regulars are coming forward and saying basically saying yeah his wife would be there a lot of the time and she only got pissed because she thought they stole an iron from her (laughs) not because they're in there screwing the husband (laughs) So it was, it must have been a deal. Like, you're not going to go do, he was a sexual sadist, obviously. So she probably did everything that she could to keep him happy. Okay, sure, let's swing, but really didn't want to. Sure, let's swap, but really didn't want to. And then she stopped. So he had to go to prostitutes, and that wasn't enough anymore. So he just mm-hmm. escalated. <clears throat> Swinging, prostitution, that wasn't enough. And some taxi drivers came forward about how, um, he threatened to kill them one time. But in all these confessions, a couple of the um, victims were part of these. So one of them saw Gilbert, I think, mm-hmm. at the house when they were there swinging. And somebody on taxi picked up one of the other victims with him at one point in time or from him at one point in time. Um, we the The swinger couple said that I think Shannon was in the house and they were, she was basically flipping out, crying for help. Like he had ripped her clothes off and they did not see something and say something. They They, thought it was part of the sex games because she even ran out the house. Yes. She ran out naked. And then didn't her friends say that they thought she was safe because of, and this could be another story, but I know that one of them was like, oh, well, we thought she, we left her. We thought she was safe because a police officer was there. Yes. There's a lot coming out about these because police Because then officers. people are going back and they're like, well, why are they just not coming out if this all happened in 96 or in whenever, 2005 or whatever? And it's like, because of the crooked department. They were And they were all this, involved. Yeah. yeah. How they were involved, we don't know. But even the fact of, like, even if they're part of the swingers and they were over there. I mean, their former chief of police was arrested a couple months ago, if you don't remember, for uh, soliciting a sex worker who was a male. Oh, my gosh. There's no telling where this goes. So there's that update. It's never going to end. Messy, messy. 
So here's some new stories. I got just a couple. Missing white woman, Chelsea Grimm. Oh, I've kind of heard, but I haven't looked in, so I'm glad that we're talking So basically, she was going to a wedding, and she was driving like this cross-country trip, and she did kind of impulsive things like this. Her parents said that... Like, she would just get up, and she'd get her bearded dragon, and she'd be like, I'm going okay, to travel. Okay, what is a bearded dragon? A big old ig- iguana-looking thing. She's called it, a bearded I, dragon. Wait, a bearded dog, a bearded dragon? It's like a big iguana. Why is it bearded? It has nothing it has to do with the beard. There. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That looks like it's a beard, maybe. Shit, I don't know. I don't either. Chelsea Grimm? Chelsea Grimm. She was driving from San Diego to Connecticut to go to a wedding. San Diego to Connecticut? Yes, that's across the country. Ma'am. She was last seen on September 28th. She was traveling with her bearded dragon. She stopped in Phoenix, which is just the next state over, visited a friend. They ate. They had a good visit. She called her parents and said, told her parents that her drive is taking much longer than expected. So she decided to skip the wedding and head back to San Diego. So you drove one state over. Ma'am, I don't. She mm-mm. was seen at a hotel in Arizona where a customer said that she seemed disoriented and tried to use euros to pay instead of American money. Yeah. Um, on the 28th, people respond sorry, the police respond to a phone call in a cemetery about a woman with suspicious behavior because she's in the cemetery. (laughs) Well, when the police came, um, they talked to her, and she said that she was doing a photography project because she was a photographer about missing soldiers, and she got really emotional. This is kind of on police cam. It doesn't show her, but you can hear her. She was spending the night in that car that night in the cemetery, um, she was seen two days later still in Arizona. She, was, she didn't go past Arizona. When she said she was driving back, she didn't immediately go back. Somebody else saw her, and she was sleeping in her car. This guy asked her if she needed any help. She declined the help. She didn't seem like she was in distress or need. But after the 30th, her parents or nobody has heard from her. So her parents reported her missing on the 4th, October 4th. And then October October 5th, her car was found on a, in the middle of a dirt road, still in Arizona. Her sleeping bag was gone. Her wallet was gone. Her cell phone was gone. Her clothing was gone. And her bearded dragon was also gone. I, I am more concerned about the bearded dragon. Well, her parents do say that that is a – it makes them feel better because she would not w- – willingly go anywhere without her bearded dragon so they're hoping that she elected to go camp somewhere with her bearded dragon like that was her parker so she wouldn't go anywhere without her bearded dragon if somebody kidnapped her they'd be like leave that bearded dragon here no the bearded dragon ate her so <laughs> turned on her it was like you're crazy i'm eating her you. iguana ate her um, it said that if you see a lady, and plus, this can catch your eye. You don't see people on the street with you, the bearded dragon no, all the time. No, and I'm sure she, if, if based on what I've just researched right now, you have to, you have to keep them in there. You need to replicate their natural environment. Oh, so maybe that's why she was sleeping outside. Yeah, and so she's probably she's just living her best life, walking this bearded dragon on the street, so you probably will see her. I mean, they actually are the most popular lizards in captivity in the U.K. Now I'm an expert on them. (laughs) 
Well, she does have a tattoo on her shoulder of a vine with leaves on it. So if you see her, a, a lady with a bearded dragon, look to see if she has a tattoo with vines, and you can call somebody. I don't... Arizona Police Department, <laughs> and maybe they could give you... You can help this parent. These parents did seem very concerned. Next story, we got another escaped convict, but I don't know how he's, it's not Wait, everywhere. is this the four escaped <laughs> convicts? No, we have, I just have one. Okay. Um, at, right out of Houston, so he's probably in Waco. Oh, yeah, now. he's might be, he's probably my house. <laughs> I'm, I actually, I've helped him. Oh, he's actually not bad looking either. <laughs> so his name is Michael Devon Combs, 32 years out. old. Keep him out. He looks like a big, like, broad-shouldered basketball player. Um, so he was at the Harris County Courthouse. And he was sitting down, and he was shackled uh-huh. on the bench, like in the hallway of the courthouse, where a big old brawl f- broke out in the courtroom next to them. <gasps> so his security police officers left him sitting there shackled while they went to go take care of the brawl. Brawl. Not <laughs> brawl. Not training brawl. Um, when they returned, he was gone, but the shackles were there. How did he get out of... He's Houdini. He's Houdini. He's obviously good with his hands. Um, he walked smooth out, went down the elevator, removed his ankle monitor once he left the building, and he gone. And he had on normal clothes, because when you go to court, they let you wear your clothes. He had on a blue shirt and khaki pants. <gasps> and he literally up. walked out. O M G. I need to know. They are investigating. So he was in jail for domestic abuse. <gasps> he strangled the mother of his children back in 2019. Oh no. Got in trouble for that. And obviously they got back together because in 2020 he did it again. But this time he strangled her with one hand and punched her with the other. Um, I feel like that was some WWE stuff. And when he went to see the judge, his um, bond was revoked. Why is this not anywhere on the news? It is. is. That's where I saw it. Um, And that's it. He was last seen a blue shirt, khaki pants. There was a press conference with the chief of police that was the worst press conference ever. (gasps) Oh, no. This woman, I was like, come on, woman. You got to know. Oh, no. She did not know the answer. She didn't know that. She just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. Uh -uh. We we hope this doesn't happen again. But Uh. the reality is, is who helped him? Because somebody with the key to the shackles had to let him go. And then to me, the brawl with the W and L was a distraction. (gasps) So was that done on purpose? Like, was this all a plan? And I feel like he's probably with his baby's he's mama. He's probably part of Hamas. He's probably with his baby mama who took him back in 2019 after choking him. Was probably she still with him in 2022. She to be back in that red room being choked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I mean, he does. He's got a good beard and good eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. He he actually looks like the type of guy that I would go for. He actually, yeah. <laughs> he's probably had a ton of like prison girlfriends writing him letters so he could, he's laid up in somebody's bed. Yeah. And if not, I, just, I mean, I'll give you my address, Devon. I just Michael don't know why Devon. it's not national news. Like, Gonzalo that's, I think that's and what I'm saying is I feel like it's not, because I don't, I don't know what's local. Yeah. 
But I always see the national, th- or and no, I have not seen one thing about. Th- but maybe why it's, are people not freak? I don't know why people aren't freaking out. Why do they freak out so much more about Cavalcante? And he, w- but maybe because they were murderers, maybe, and he just choked and beat up his baby mama twice. So he's not a. Okay, maybe I get- he's just not as violent. Mm. Okay, so I guess we let him go. But there was another. This there is another escape. But it was four guys who escaped. Wow. Where were they? But they there wasn't, there's not enough guards at this prison. Oh, gosh. I don't even know where it is. Alabama or something. Okay. There wasn't enough guards at the prison to keep watch. And so they had to, they had planned it. They like, cho- they like pick, what is this? An ice pick away yeah. at the wall for days. And like nobody knew about, I mean, and it was, it's the whole thing. Damn. People aren't going to be scared to go to prison anymore. No. You can just walk right out. And then the last story is a oh, father Georgia, Georgia. on the run, and we're going to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <gasps> Nothing good ever happens there. So there's a guy named Romwan Moy. He's facing three counts of child neglect, but, I mean, he's on the run, and one count of failure to report the death of a child. Oh, my so, gosh. 12-year-old Jakari Robinson's body was found decomposing last Tuesday in his home. Now, Roman had four kids. Three of them lived at home, but two of them were staying with the mom for the last couple weeks. But he wouldn't let Jakari go live with the mom. So he was like, you can take these two. Jakari, stand with me. He would not let anybody come over to call to see Jakari. Jakari wasn't coming outside. And so finally, his 21-year-old son was like, Dad's not answering. I need to go and check on Dad and my little brother, Jakari. So 21-year-old son walked into the house, and he saw Jakari's body on the floor under a blanket in the living room in a very advanced state of composition. He was malnourished and emaciated. 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 Not an emancipation proclamation. I, I, I typed in emancipated. <laughs> Maybe it's autocorrect. I don't know what the emancipation proclamation is, but I know that it's emaciated and emaciated. Emaciated. So emaciated. Yeah. I don't listen to hip hop. You watch South Park? Mm, no. My favorite part on South Park is when they're going into the war. It's the movie, and um, they were like, okay, we got a plan. This is called Operation Get Behind the Darkie. And so they put all the black soldiers <laughs> in the front and all the white soldiers in the back. And so Chef, who's a black character on South Park, was like, have you ever heard of the Emancipation Proclamation? And the sergeant goes, I don't listen to hip-hop. And he went, goes on <laughs> with the plan. I guess I But obvi- it. it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's And it's still, j- this is hor- like this horrible but to everybody. Yeah. Equally horrible. They talk about Jews all the time. Talk about Canadians all the time. They talk about everybody all the time. So it's equally funny racist, but it always ends in a very great lesson. So it's like people get mad, get mad, get mad, and it ends with a great lesson. So oh, they just know see? how to end it. And they've, I guess that's why they don't get canceled. Why uh, is, do they predict the future like the Simpsons? Actually, some of the things, yeah. Or do they... Actually, they kind of talk about what's going on now. So so they're more like 
a better ver like SNL used to be good and used to make fun of all the people. Everybody. Now they don't. They're not funny. Honest. I don't know. I never watched them. I, I don't either. I, I used funny. to. I, I like the Spartans, but anyway, uh, yeah, South Park. Okay, I need to. I think it's on HBO. So um, he was emaciated, oh, malnourished. Yeah. He died of starvation, and he had several fractures to the arms and ribs. Now the neighbors are coming forward, and they're like, you know. Last time we saw him, he did look extra, extra skinny. So skinny that when he had on his jogging pants, you know, those jogging pants that are, like, mm-hmm. tucked at the bottom, like, cinched at the bottom? Yeah. He said even that? that part was loose on his ankles because oh, he was so he was skinny. so skinny. Um, so uh, don't say nothing now, now that he's been dead for weeks. Yeah. See something, say something. So another mm. lesson of see something, say something. Mm, I don't know these people. So, go look up what Roman Moy looks like. He's Milwaukee area, but there's no telling where he is. I'm pretty sure um, they said that he was a very harsh punisher. But I don't know why you're just picking on Jakari. Maybe the littlest one that's most vulnerable. I don't know. Poor little thing. There's our news. Uh, one little thing. The the um, Murdaugh, <coughs> the uh, appeal for, they've stayed the appeal, meaning they're not going to do an appeal because they're going to have a hearing with the whole clerk of court situation. Yeah. So they're, they're going to have an, a new hearing, or they're going to have a hearing just to figure out what happened and then the cases that he may get a new trial, mm-hmm. which I think this is all legit. You need to have the hearing because, I mean, you got to have a trustworthy rule it system. Out rule it in. Um, and then uh, today, uh, when we are recording this, Richard Allen, who's the Delphi uh, ac- accused murderer of Libyan Abbey, um, his, uh, he was supposed to have a hearing today. It was canceled all of the sudden, out of nowhere. His attorneys, who just dropped the 136 pages of documents talking about who the real killers were, his attorneys quit today. What? They quit. Here, they quit. Why? They, <laughs> they, they withdrew from the case. And so now he has no attorneys. They had no hearing. He's now sent back, and he, he is waiting to be appointed uh, new new uh, attorneys. The satanic cult is coming after and threatening them. Okay, so here's the, here's <laughs> yes, but is that real? Somebody from the defense team, or who wa- who was previously on the defense team, had access to all of the uh, confidential information, and they had like a um, what's the little USB drive or whatever with uh-huh. all the stuff. So they, this person, some disgruntled, basically I think this person was like let go from the case or something. They had access to all the stuff. They leaked photos of the crime scene photos. Oh. And then, so now the it's compromised and that compromises the defense. And so they have to, uh, they basically had to withdraw. So oh, they had to. They had to withdraw because the state was then going to come after the defense and like depose them. It's kind of a way of like saying we're going to have this investigation on what happened, and it would th- it would make them it would force them to disclose all the information that they had, the defense had. So the defense had to 
basically say, okay, we withdraw. So if a new team comes in, do they still have to disclose the information or it only goes to the I just to the ones that were in action when it all happened? I don't know. Ha- that has to be why. This is this is what why I Why does quitting stop you from handing over all the information? Um because they were going to this is what this is what I have so the state is abusing the system this is from what one of the attorney the lawyers I listened to said the state is abusing the system and process to force them out they are doing this in a way to force attorneys out and they are threatening them with sanctions and investigations which then becomes a conflict of interest and that they may be forced to to disclose things or be in a situation where they have to cover a CYA, like cover their own asses over Richard Allen's. Mm -hmm. So it's all very weird. It's not normal, but they still have a scheduled hearing for October 31st. So the whole point is his attorneys have now withdrawn, withdraw from the case. There was leaked photos and that compromises things. And I don't even know. It's like, it made their job a thousand times harder. Whoever the defense is, um, who leaked them again? Well, allegedly somebody who was part of the defense team who is not is no not not anymore. Or, I don't. It's not, it's unknown. Uh, it hasn't been like because this is, this just happened right now. That sucks for Richard. I think that he did not do it. I think it was exactly what they said in their whole long story. And the satanic cult. Yeah. I think the police office, I, I don't know. I think it's all shady, just as shady like a lisk. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. <sighs> all right, there's all your news. And um, we were drinking on Deep Eddie, and Caroline has some ranch water mm-hmm. while we were doing this. So it's still always happy hour. If you're not working or driving, you should be pouring your drink when you're listening to Bloody Happy Hour. So if you're brand new and you're looking for a very professional documentary type podcast, that's not us because it's happy hour. Yeah. And we're here to drink and have fun and talk about true crime. So if you love that, um, subscribe and we will see you Thursday for a full episode. Where are we going, Caroline? We are going to... How do you not always know this? On the I know grid? because I'm I'm always in d- different states. I think we're going to Minnesota. 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 All right. We will see y'all Thursday in Minnesota. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. D- what does DTF mean? Down to find. Down to find. Bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, I'm Blair, and I'm Brittany, and we're the host of By, By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For (laughs) sure. You can find us on Instagram at bythecover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. We are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name.
and you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it. It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.